When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Yannick Hanfman. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kudler. This is Sebastian Wolter. It's Mark Andrea Wiesler. I am Francisco Serundolo. And, and you're listening to the Game to that Podcast. Hopefully you enjoy it. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> hey, welcome back, tennis fans. Feels... A while since we've had the normal intro, I was half expecting to have uh, Liam coming on telling us Novak Djokovic is going to win the French Open. We know he did win the French Open, but now we're on to Wimbledon. It's the countdown. This one's exciting. We're going to be going through the same thing as we always do on the countdown. It's going to be the contenders. We're also going to be going through the latest news about Wimbledon. We're going to have our tennis shootout where I'm still yet to get a question right. Um, and then we're going to have a rankings update. And then at the end of it all, the surprise package. So how are you doing, JG? You ready to get into this one? Yes, very excited for the countdown. I thought it was a big success at Roland Garros. And yeah, like you said, no Liam in the intro. And he got something right for a change. Uh, let's see how he gets on with the Wimbledon predictions. We'll probably have a similar intro of everyone's thoughts and takes. Hopefully, it will last past the first week this time and not make us all look stupid. But this is Wimbledon. This is the grass court season. And this is the countdown. So yes <laughs> i know there he is the big man novak djokovic he won his seventh wimbledon title last time at wimbledon obviously as everybody knows from the channel last year we were at wimbledon we were there we were in the presser we were asking the players the big questions the hard-hitting questions uh, this year, we're not going to be doing that. We're going to be taking a more laid back approach and just being more on the channel and more present with all of you guys. It's going to be an exciting one. I'm looking forward to this Wimbledon. Uh, I feel less stressed than last year going into it. And hopefully it's going to be more enjoyable. Yeah, my favorite question from the press room was when you asked Rebecca, how does it feel to hit so many aces against everyone else? And I think it's at this talent. point you'd hit... She's hit about five aces and it was, yeah, it was a very great question, but yeah, great memories. It was Hallop. It was Hallop. I know, that they, well, it's a year ago, uh, nearly to the date, but I did ask Hallop, uh, how do you feel facing the person with the most aces in the competition, wasn't it, last year? I think she'd only had about 10 up until, the, <laughs> <laughs> until their match, but it was still the most on the women's side. But I still thought it was a valid question, and she did go on to win the whole thing. So it was a fearsome competitor, a backer at the time. And maybe her win got overshadowed a little bit 
by all of the politics. And I'm glad that she's pushed on from that. And hopefully she can come back to Wimbledon this year. Obviously, it's going to be a completely different Wimbledon this year. We're now going to see the Russian players back uh, in the tournament, which is brilliant. And I'm, Belarusian. I'm, yeah, Belarusians as well. All the people who were banned from last year, who shouldn't have been banned in both of our opinion. I'm sure we're both agreed on that. Thought it was a ridiculous decision. How can you ever uphold that and uh, make that a real decision based upon just someone's nationality? And yeah, I mean, it, there were obviously we had people speaking out about it. We had Opelka. I remember his him in the press room last year at Wimbledon. He just said it was ridiculous. He said, "What you're going to uphold this? How long are you going to keep this going for? What you're going to hold this for the till the end of time? What they're not going to be allowed to play? They're allowed to play." but they're not allowed to play under Russian or Belarusian flag. That's all. Yep. And I'm really happy it's going to be an open Wimbledon. The first section of the countdown will be contenders. So very quick intro and straight into it. I think the two people we're going to start with is the people we spoke about in the intro. That is Novak Djokovic the man on 23 Grand Slams. Some people calling him the GOAT right now. It's hard to argue against it. We've had the 23 song come out the other day, so go check that out if you haven't seen it already. Great effort from Ben. Are we going to be getting a 24 song? What do you think? Well, if you want to go ahead and get yourself some 23 merch as well, that is available. Pop the link in the description and you can get that uh, on our Etsy store. So go and pick that up. It is a new design that's been put out there. Don't forget, it's an iconic moment in tennis history. So if you want to get a little bit of memorabilia for the first person to ever get to 23 Grand Slams, then go and get yourself one of those Nole 23 t-shirts. So that's just been popped out there. And we've already had a few of the the very regular GTL members have gone pick one one of those up. So... That's a big thanks to Peter Zaremba, Ardil, and even one of our comms team, Nicolette's picked one up as well. So, yeah, get get, get them limited stocks. Only joking. No, there's plenty of them. <laughs> yeah, we've got loads. We've got, you've put up Djokovic's French Open. Yes, because the first thing that we're going to go through, uh, as we do on the countdown, is we look at the, the latest form of our contenders coming in to this slam Djokovic has come out he announced he's not going to play any warm-up tournaments because surprisingly he's in quite good form coming into this he just won a slam he won his 23rd slam he just won his third Roland Garros title and he did it in convincing fashion I mean does this guy need a warm-up on uh grass he didn't have a warm-up last year and he won it I don't think Djokovic does no I feel like he is out of all the players on the tour someone who doesn't need a warm-up event I don't think he needs to waste the time playing an event before risking injury. His last year, if you want to have any issues, when he can just go straight into one and use the first two or three matches as the warm up. That's how I generally, that's how good he simply is. So I think that's what we're going to see. You can see, what's this, last year's one? Yes. Yes, a Kwon Soon. He didn't play very well in that one. I remember he was there and he lost the second set. And then just got better and better as it went on. Van der Reithoven, who was inside the stadium for, was awesome yeah. match. And he was pushed quite hard. The Sinner one, he was pushed right to the end. He was two sets down. But 
I mean, the moment he broke in the third set, the match was over. It wasn't yeah. even like he needed to take that third set. It was just after he broke and then Sinner completely capitulated and it was going to be a case of, is he going to get Baygood in any of the sets? He didn't. It was two and two in the last four, in the four and five, but wasn't in it at all. Norrie rolled over like he always does. And Kyrgios did all right to get a set, but it just, just didn't look like he could hold on. And Kyrgios was speaking on Twitter recently about Kasper Ruud in the final against uh, Djokovic and how he was just drowning. And yeah, he knows that feeling all too well. He takes you to the depths. Novak Djokovic in a tennis match. He physically destroys you. He takes yeah. your legs. He takes your soul. He makes you feel like there's no other option than to simply give up. Yeah. And he does it to everyone. Top top players. And Nick Kyrgios was no uh, exception to that role. One thing I quickly want to speak about, I know we were speaking about Djokovic, but quickly on Kyrgios. Mm. There's a lot of people coming out on Twitter. Some players, I think Alcaraz said it. I forget what other good players said it now. It's one of the top ones anyway. They all keep saying the only person they think who can beat Djokovic is Kyrgios. It's a popular opinion amongst players in the locker room. Yeah, well... Doesn't he have a favourable head-to-head? I think it was 2-0 and going into that final. And then, obviously, they'd never met each other in this type of level of match ever before, especially on a surface that... Well, it's Kyrgios' best, but it's also probably one of Djokovic's best as well. It, you either say it's either the hard court, it's either the Wimbledon. He's a master on the grass courts. And... He can afford to lose a set. And that's the the one thing you see from all of those. You see the last three matches, you go from like quarterfinal, semifinal, final. He he loses the first set in all of them. It just doesn't matter. Like the first two sets mean nothing to Djokovic when it comes to like Grand Slam tennis. The third set, he always wins. <laughs> and, and then he goes on from there and he will take you apart. And Kirill's saying it right. You drowning. Kasper Ruud. He didn't even manage to get that first set over the line. He started drowning before the first set was even it was even done. And then once the first set had gone, I didn't see him winning another one after that. Unfortunately, that was his chance, one and done. And then it was, unfortunately, straight sets for Casper Rude yet again yeah. uh, in the French Open final. He only plays the goats at the French Open, though, so you can't really uh, like blame him too much for the result, but I feel that he had a good position there. Rafa, I didn't see him really trouble him at all. Djokovic, he had the chance to maybe get a set. But is that is is it really that much just getting a set in a slam final? I don't know. Not really. Uh, let's have a look at the betting odds for Wimbledon on the men's before we move on to the women's. And no surprise, Novak Djokovic, heavy, heavy favourite. <laughs> oh, a lot bigger favourite than he was at Roland Garros because he wasn't even the favourite. Carlos Alcaraz tipped but like, Pipped him, I think, by about 0.1. It was very close. Uh, but Adkaz, I believe, was this 2.5. Djokovic, 2.6. Something like that. Um, but when he is the outright like? leader. Carlos Adkaz, second favourite. Medvedev, third. Sinner, fourth. And Kyrgios, fifth. Does it surprise you, Alcaraz being second favourite? No. no, it doesn't. Do you feel like that just because of how well he's playing and... God, mate, he's incredible tennis yeah, just because he's growing so much that last year, despite the loss to Sinner, that he will still be just increasing and Elite growing. Elite tennis player. Carlos Alcaraz will yeah. always be now. 
whatever Grand Slam he plays, he will be in the top three in the betting odds. And he will be playing. For many years to come, he'll be the top three. Any surface, for sure. any event, that's how I feel. Obviously, Djokovic won't be because he's coming to the end of his career. I can't see him being there for another 10 years. It's impossible. <laughs> uh, I don't think even Djokovic can do that. But Carlos Alcaraz certainly will be. Yannick Sinner, interesting name. I thought he was extremely good at yeah. uh, Wimbledon last year, like you mentioned. Beat uh, Alcaraz. Was two sets up against Djokovic, then lost. Can he pull it together? So far, he's just shown far too much weakness. But he has got a little bit better this year. So he could be a really good outsider bet um, to win Wimbledon because he's certainly got the ability. He's such a good player, Sinner. Yeah, I think it really suits On his game grass, as well. On the he's good as well, yeah. Yeah, it suits his game down to the ground. He, he hits the ball so flat. He hits it with pace. His serve that's the main thing that we took away from watching him last year. His serve was incredible. So if he puts it all together again this Wimbledon, it will be exciting. And I feel that he could be a real challenger. Obviously, we have Alcaraz playing in Queens. He will be the number one seed. And Holger Luna is the number two seed in Queens. So, right, moving on to the women's. And we have... Sorry, one sec, quickly, before we move on to the women's. Can you just scroll down? I just want to see some like crazy 100 to one who I don't buy. Go on then. Go down. Show all. Andy Murray, 40 to one. Wow. Well, that's keep going. Keep Sissa going. Bass the same as Murray. <laughs> I like it. It's pretty keep crazy. Going. Let's go to the hundred to one. So who we got here? Any of these you fancy? Hundred to one. I think Rublev, hundred and fifty to one. Nah. Hachanov, hundred to one more than Rublev, hundred and fifty to one for me. Yeah. Hachanov going very deep in slams, remember. So that's not <laughs> yeah. a bad one at all. Yeah. That's, that's... What about Raonic? He's obviously coming back onto the tour. No, former God. finalist. No chance. Well, maybe just to get to the final, maybe. No, no chance. All let's right. move on to the women's. Right, let's move on to the women's. And obviously next we're talking about, we've been speaking about both of the former champions or the reigning champions, uh, Yelena Rabakina. Um, unfortunately, she did uh, pull out of Roland Garros. We thought that she may make a run. She may face Eager at some point. Didn't materialize she ended up getting sick and then she ended up um pulling out what did you make of that i mean it's not a negative thing is it because she just had a sickness bug which you can't control and was unable to play so it's like she's not lost for some time obviously she won rome and she's played roland garros but she's not lost in my eyes since what yeah. the event before rome which was what madrid was well it, yeah yeah so yes in madrid, uh, madrid yeah. she lost to calvin sky yeah so it's like she's in very good form and just very unfortunate in Roland Garros. She is the favourite. I, I believe she is the favourite. And that's why we're speaking about her on the first episode of the countdown because she is the biggest contender to win the title back-to-back. She won it last yeah. year. She's shown she can play a full um, Grand Slam schedule on the grass and do it well. Here it is. Who's to say she can't do it again? Look, last year, Coco Vandewey, Andreescu, King Wingzeng, Martic, Tomjanovic, who was playing very well, by the way, yeah. Halep and Jabur. Halep and Jabur were two of the best grass court players coming into that Wimbledon. We were speaking to both of them and they were both very hopeful that they can win this event. Halep was reminiscing about, uh, I think it was 2018 victory she had. I think so, I yeah. 2018, I'm not, so, I think it was that, that was right. And she was going through that in the press room, speaking about how maybe she might be able to emulate that again. 
wasn't to be, but Rabakina beat everyone so comfortably. And her serving, 2019, her serving was just formidable. On the grass, it is unplayable. She is the favourite. I think if Eager faces us, she will be petrified. Definitely. Um, it's she's just one of those uh fantastic players. There's part of me that just feels a bit, little bit sad about the French Open. Obviously, winning Rome coming in, and then seeing her go out due to sickness. I just feel that even if she was sick, I feel that she still would have probably got quite deep. Well, have, <laughs> you not, have you not been sick, Ben? Where you like can't do anything. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think she, it was just like it must have been bad enough. She must know her own body that she couldn't play. Yeah, but I, she probably must have looked at what happened or what transcended after she was sick, and she probably thought, "Well, I, probably I, I could think have done all right." I'll be totally honest with you. I think that's a really disrespectful comment you made, and I mm. really disagree with what you're saying, big time. Mm. Reason being, to be at your top level at a, as a professional athlete, all it takes is you to be off your game by a few percent and you could not compete, compete. She could have lost to people outside the top 100. If you're not well, you're not feeling your best. To be a top tennis player, you need to be so fine-tuned at the top level. I think it's extremely difficult. And I think that is a very dismissive and disrespectful comment to all of the other ladies on the tour who which do this mm. as their professional career. Well, I think that she's levels above. We know there's a big three in women's tennis. I think she could have gone through at least one more round. I think she could have knocked out Cerebres Tormo with a, with a sickness. And Hadab Meyer would have been the next person. That would have been tough because obviously Hadab Meyer, she even yeah, gave she's eager. Ill. You've clearly never had an illness where you're laying in bed, you can't do anything. I'm just fighting fit, me. You know me. Mate, can't, I can't even go. Can't to, I can just me... about go to the toilet and get up when I'm not well. I have to pee on a li- in a little bowl next to me. Oh, God. Don't want to know about that. <laughs> anyway, but anyway, we know she's the reigning champion. She hopefully is back to full fitness. Rebacina, there's going to be some stop in her. And she has the game for the grass. It is the perfect game. Big serving, hard hitting, and now full of confidence because she's a Grand Slam champion. That's the, the one thing. And she can go deep in any tournament. She's won on the clay. She can win on anything now. Yeah, Nothing definitely. can stop her. That's 100%. The... That's and this problem. may be in her best surface because she's already won Wimbledon. So Definitely. let's bring up the betting odds. And as we were just saying, Rabakina is the favourite, but only just. Only just. And it's, yeah. it's very close. Not like the men's where we've got Djokovic out, outright leader. We've got that big three and there's not yeah. much separating them. Rabakina, Sabalenka, Iga. I don't agree with the odds. I think Iga should be Less. more like six or seven. Yeah, I think... Rebacana should be maybe shorter at like about freeze, and I would keep Sabah where she is in the middle. But that's how I see. It. I think there's a little bit more distance between the three. I don't I put Sabalenka and Eager yeah. the same. I think Sabah's superior on the. I'd have Ons up a little bit. I'd have Eager no, and Ons a bit closer. I'd, I'd have, have Mukover above Ons as well. Why? She's last year's finalist. Don't care. All right. Anyway, I think that Ons is an incredible grass court player. I think she's just got the, the heart of a champion. So you're going to have her winning then, are you? Wait and see, won't we? Can't <laughs> give give the game away. Oh, no, I'm, I'm going to have Mukova winning mine anyway. All right, well, at least that's confirmed. Hadab Maya might have another good tournament. Very she good seems to be storming it at the moment. So, And she showed so much fight in Roland Garros that I didn't even know that she had. So, and she was hitting incredible winners just out of nowhere. 
Yeah. Rabakana, the favourite. That's definitely justified. Sabalenka, definitely second favourite for me. Iga, she's got to be third favourite. There can't be anybody else there really you can put there because she is just that good. I feel like they are, the, the way they've got it is right. Mukova. No, that's why I, I said it's right, but there should be more distance between them. Yeah. But let's have a little look down at some of the other crazy ones. Coco Goff there, by the way, pretty high. I don't yeah. Know that's right. Uh, keep going down. Belinda Bencic, 30s. Pagulas, 40 to 1. Badoza, after she's uh, with Whoa. Stefano Sissipas. Are we going to see the double, the Sissidoza double? Sissidoza. They can live a little, little dance onto court, maybe. I was Sarkari, hoping... look at Sarkari, 66 to 1. Do you think, I know that you put out a tweet earlier was saying something about them like playing at Wimbledon, maybe we'll get a title or something like that. Was it something along those lines? I can't remember. No, I, didn't. I saw I saw something along the lines whether they will play better at Wimbledon now they're together. I was thinking, why don't they do the mixed doubles? Like, imagine if they were to win the mixed doubles on the first event <laughs> after becoming a couple. That would be like the yeah, biggest that, story. That actually would be a massive story. That is bigger than uh, King Cock. It would be bigger than the sing the singles final. Probably it'd be overshadowed. No one will care. They will be over on the mixed. Everyone doubles will court. want to see Padosa sister pass mixed doubles. Can you imagine every time they win a point, they're like, "Hey, dancing, doing salsa or something on the court." Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> like doing some like crazy dance. I think it could be like lighting up doubles on the tour. Maybe this is the answer. The couples suddenly become. The mixed yeah, You're getting too with. wrapped into it for sure. Let's go down. I'll just see a nice 100 to 1 special. Okay. Let's one to get down. me excited. Vekic is quite good at 80s there, though. Sam Sonova, it's got to be. No. Sam Sonova's the one where I don't mind. What about Alicia Parks there at 176? I'd rather Azarenka. Big... Cornet's back. Wasn't she retired? Potopova! 200 to 1! <laughs> She's not on top right. of the she's not on top <laughs> of the odds there, is she? Right, anyway, that is the uh contenders section done with Djokovic, Rebakina. They are the reigning champions. Let's get on to the latest news, JG. So, latest news. This is my section where I come into my own. And what we're gonna do is just go through Twitter. And look at some of the latest news regarding Wimbledon. I don't know what's going to pop up. It's a surprise for you as it is me. So, first one. First I'm more happy that the fact that this one, at least when you type in Wimbledon, you don't just get Rafael Nadal coming all the way down your screen. Well, that's what so, we had last time, didn't we? <laughs> well, that's Roland Garros equals Rafael Nadal, I feel. And then so, he didn't even play. That's it. Doesn't need to. Still the biggest headline, isn't he? Right. Jockey. So no surprise. First one, Jose Morgado. Had to be him. And this is Venus Williams writes another page of history for her career, getting a WTA win at 43 years old and a very good one. 7-6-4-6-7-6 over Camilla Georgie after three hours, 15. Yeah. Her second win since Wimbledon 2021. Amazing stuff. I mean, how amazing is Brilliant. it? Truly. 43 years old. I think I just hadn't refreshed, so it's gone now. Oh, well. But yeah, you, you, you did see it a second ago. You did <laughs> all see it. I wasn't lying. That's the end of late. <laughs> I know. You, no, it's not the end. Let's talk about <laughs> Venus Williams. Because yeah, let's talk about it. It is remarkable. I'm so pleased for her. 
she will be playing Wimbledon, I'm assuming. Doesn't matter what ranking she is, she'll always get in if she wants to play. Same with Serena, if she comes back out of retirement. Like, how does she have the hunger to keep playing? Well, exactly. I'll bring this up just so we've got some context of while we're talking about it. I thought it was incredible as well. The fact she's on court at that age and she took a tumble in this match as well. Everybody was, oh, is this going to be the end? We obviously remember Serena with her tumble at Wimbledon and that sort of put her nearly into retirement after that massive tumble. She took a tumble on the grass courts. She got back up and then she went on to win the match in three hours, 15 minutes. I mean, she's made of stern stuff, Venus Williams. Um, You've got to give her respect. 43 years old, still doing the damn thing. Roger Federer, you need to check yourself, mate. Look, come on. <laughs> Serena's still, she, doing. She's no, a Serena's legend. still doing it. Absolute legend, icon. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, I'd like to see her try and win a match at Wimbledon, but I think Wimbledon it's going to be very legend. difficult. Wimbledon legend. Absolutely love Venus. All right, let's go for the next one. We've got Chris Goldsmith here, and this is an interesting one. What a win for 16-year-old Isabel Lacey. Wow. 2-6, 6-4, 6-3, beating Goljubic in wow. ITF in Ilke first round. The Swiss player was ranked as high as 35 and was a Wimbledon quarter-finalist in 2021. Just showing that Goljubic, I remember, I think she was a qualifier at the time. Or maybe she not. Was. Maybe that was last year, but we had her as a qualifier to watch. But she's a good tennis player, Goljubic. Very good. Isabel Lacey, maybe one to watch. Is she going to be the next Raducanu? Let's wait and see. But early promising signs from her. Well, she got, um, I mean, it's crazy to how it can change. She was playing in Surbiton and she played Miyazaki, who we actually spoke to at Wimbledon last year, and she got bageled by her. And now she goes on a beat Gollybick. So it's young. There's going to be up and downs. But let's go yeah. through these because it's only quick fire on the tweets, Ben. Go on. I can't talk that long. All Davis right. Cups. Right. And there is something about Andy Murray on grass. Flashback to oh. 2007 at Wimbledon. Oh. Um, and yeah, he's just a remarkable, remarkable guy. We probably can't show it all because we're not allowed. But that was a win against Marin Cilic, it looks like. Was it Cilic? It looked like him. Yeah, it did look like him. Yeah, uh, I next mean, one we've got is funny because an official Wimbledon entry list that has been updated today, Emma Raducanu is fifth alternative for the main draw. Did she forget to withdraw? <laughs> that look <laughs> that one's how, how often is this meme being used I feel that it's a good one so yeah that's strange I didn't know about that did you she's on the alternative I mean, list we'll have a look we'll play, have a look after. She? she's not going to play fully bandaged what's she coming on in uh, Jose again former runner runner up at Queen's Club and 2022 Wimbledon semi-finals Cam Norrie beats Kezmanovic yep uh, awaits Thompson or Rowanit. Brits wow. to love so far today. Continuing their amazing form on grass after Nottingham. Well, it was amazing. Andy Murray won, and then we had Katie Bolter also winning the Nottingham. Yeah, and Jordan Thompson he made it to the final as well, where he uh, that was in Holland, where he lost to uh, who was it? Greek Spore in the final yeah. as well. So another good form player yeah, there. Yeah. The Brits are doing great. Maybe once to watch at Wimbledon. So the, the theme so far has been successful British players, which is really good and promising. I've really liked these tweets so far. We've got no, and some other good ones. We've now got Andy Murray on BBC Breakfast uh, tomorrow morning talking about how 10 years since his historic first Wimbledon win. Speaking about that, so go tune into it if you want to watch it. I'm sure I will. 
Uh, we've got another Andy Murray here. There's hey. only one man named not Novak Djokovic that has won Wimbledon before the draw this year. Just saying. He's the only man in there who's won Wimbledon. Love seeing him actually back. He's won back-to-back challenger titles. And there's going to be some people who are probably not even in the know, don't even know what the challenger circuit, don't even know that Murray's even played an event. But it's still tough to win these titles. And he's done it in convincing fashion. He's, he's not even dropping sets. And you've got to realise that's really tough to still do at that level. I thought the draw was quite tough as well. He's played the last two weeks. Yeah. There's some good players in there. So, yeah, I'd like to see him do well. Uh, the last one, Wimbledon's offering its highest total prize money ever this year. £44.7 million. Pounds. Men's old? and singles, women's... No, men's and women's singles champion will earn £2.3 Singles runner-up will receive just over a million. And players who lose in the first round will earn 55000 And there's the winners from last year. Very, very lucrative indeed. Let's make them hold like a big check. That would be better, wouldn't it? <laughs> Rather <laughs> than a trophy. People would just photoshop a fish. <laughs> yeah, true. They probably would. Right, on to the next section of the countdown. What is it? It's not our uh, question. It's your favourite it? one. Ben's no, no. favourite section. This I is where it. me and Ben will ask each other a question. It is the one and only pew, 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 tennis shootout. <gasps> there we go, then. In the intro, Ben has yet to get one single question correct on tennis shootout. I try to always make them very relatable to Ben in oh, some no. Question about Benjamin Bonzi. <laughs> this one's going to try and be related to him, but of course it has to be Wimbledon specific. Do you want to go first or second today, Ben? We've got thirty seconds to answer. If this is the first, I'll time. go first. Go on, I'll go. I'll get it. I'll get it done. I'll. I'll try and uh, get my mind done. I'm only in my fourth beer, so hopefully that's the fourth, the right number. Uh, Maybe the question includes a four. That'd be or funny. A beer. Hopefully. <laughs> Which beer sponsored Wimbledon last year? Well, you, That would you be a good laugh. one. It's, it's very funny you're saying all this. Let's get into the question. And this is Ben's one. Do you have the 30 second time already? I've got the, the, the song ready. Once the song ends, it means it's over. So we'll just go with that. Okay. It's 30 seconds. I can play. Oh, brilliant. So I'll give you a countdown. Oh, no. Do I need to ask the question first? <laughs> you ask the question and I'll press the countdown. Okay. So, <laughs> as you know, me and you went to Wimbledon last year. We had a great time walking around the gardens, looking at some players, watching some great tennis. It was very hot while I was there. The question I've got for you, Ben, is during the hot weather, we had several drinks. The question to you, Ben, is how much... Did we pay for a PIMS number one summer cup with the PIMS inside? Go. Right. Okay. There's no multiple choice with JG's ones. It's got to be more than five pounds because it's Wimbledon. <laughs> um, so uh, just to clarify, this is the PIMS. The, glass the PIMS, PIMS is not. I've, I'm going to go with. with the cup. I'm going to go with. Uh, nine pounds. Um, I'm, 
actually think it's ten. I'm, I might go more. This is the Pims. No, actually, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with nine pounds. I'm gonna go with nine pounds eighty. Nine pound eighty. That's, that's, that's my final answer. answer. <laughs> okay, stop the music. That's it. There we go. So Ben's locked in nine pounds eighty for a glass of Pims at twenty twenty two Wimbledon. The answer was. Oh, it was nine pounds seventy five. Serious? So, yeah. So I'm going to give you correct because you're oh, out five p. Wow! I didn't even know. I, I literally, I'm just throwing it out. I'm just trying my best there. I'm just based. I'm, I'm, upon... I'm going to give you the mark because it's very close. I oh, should have I'll said I'd it. probably give them between anything between twenty p. You'd have been all right. Wow, I mean, when it comes to alcohol, you know. <laughs> and it's funny in the intro, you said, How oh, is it going to be about beer? Well, it's about Pims, and you got wow. it right. So, congratulations, Ben. It's not 100% correct because you're off by 5p, but we'll give it to you anyway. Well, it's not a multiple choice, but at least with those ones, it's like price is right. You can be within a certain amount. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, I'll, I'll even order a Pims when I go Wimbledon this year just to celebrate. It's probably now £12.30, but I'll still get it anyway. Anyway, uh, right, on to my question for JG. I don't feel like mine are ever as fun as your ones, but I will give you more options for well, the you answer. you never make them fun. You've got a choice. You can do any question you want. Well, we've got the question that I'm going to have. So we're going to go Margaret with this Cole one. played Wimbledon. 50 years ago. Well, it's more of a, like a... Is it a, a history bigger... one again? You keep giving me history ones. Yes, it is a history one. Well, it's pointless. I don't have a clue, do I? No, but you get four options. Oh, I'll just well, get this one, you get three options. Okay. So you'll be all right. But I think you may know this one anyway, because you may have seen it around the grounds. You were there for a I got the Roland Garros pilot one. Exactly. See, you know certain things. There's certain things that stick in your mind. And I feel that this one might be... That's why I thought the Roland Garros one might stick in your mind. But even if it didn't, it doesn't matter. It's still a history thing. We can still teach people about the sport. And that's why we're here. Come on. We're learning. You're oh, learning. Help the question, though. Right. So, in which year... Was the first Wimbledon tournament held? Was it? And I'm going to give you three options: 1875, 1876, or 1877. Go. Oh. Well, this one's surprisingly extremely easy. I know Ooh. the answer. I remember. The number, I believe it's on the towel, in fact, which ah. I got at Wimbledon. It's a number which you see around the whole ground. I could still get this wrong, <laughs> but before you even said the multiple choice, I would have said the same thing, and it's option C. The one that ends in 77. 1877, let... is it? Do we have to wait for the music to finish? No, you can stop it now. I'll I'm stop it. Okay. And you're right. It is 1877. JG's got it. <laughs> I that's knew it. it the moment you said it, didn't he, I didn't even need multiple choice. I knew it was 1877. That's what I mean. Like that type of question is like one of the things. It just sort of is there. It's a number I've seen a lot. That's why. Exactly. And it's because not... it's seven seven, it makes it easier for me. Exactly, and that's why I thought like this type of question. It's something 
I know that I don't I don't realize I know it, but I know it. That type of thing. Like it's similar to the Roland Garros one, but still, if you're listening or watching at home, the first Wimbledon tournament, 1877. Think about that. How many years ago that was? A ridiculous number of years. Yeah. And Ben was only a small toddler then. I was. I've I, I was only in black and white back in those days. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm in colour. Look at me go. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Let us know, guys, if you got them questions correct. Uh, I'm sure probably more of you got Ben's one right than mine because mine was pretty specific and difficult. But congratulations if you got them both right. Anyway, let's move on to the next section. And this one is all about the rankings. Yes, it's the rankings update. And this is where we go through... The entry rankings for both the men's and women's. It closed six weeks ago. I believe the official date was... I did have it a second 22nd ago. of May, I believe. That's right. Five days after my birthday, it was all closed. And the top 104 players got in to Wimbledon. It's not the official seeding, however, because whatever position these players move up until... I think it's the tournament before... Wimbledon, that is what their seeding will be come Wimbledon. So currently, you can see Carlos Alcaraz, number one, Medvedev two, Djokovic three. That's not the case right now because we know Djokovic is the world number one, just right on cue. And this is where he's going to be as it stands. Djokovic will be the number one seed for Wimbledon. He got into Wimbledon with a rank of three, so he's doing very well. Let's go through and have a look at some massive variances because I always find them very interesting to see players who got in at a low ranking sure. and now are super high or vice versa, the other way as well, who wouldn't even be in right now but got lucky that their ranking was quite high a month ago. So all of these seem pretty the same. Dimitrov is doing better. Oh, no, he's doing worse. He's dropped to 32. So just, is that correct? So the yeah. entry is on the right, just so oh, okay. to confirm, Okay. So the entry ranking, as you can see here, like Francisco Solundolo, yeah, he came in at twenty eight. He's, he's seeding higher now. Same with Dimitrov, he's seeding higher than what he was entered. Jarry's doing brilliant. He was entered at fifty four, now thirty, so he's knocking on the door and will it's be a currently a seed. So yeah. that's pretty big for him. Same with Echeverry, he wouldn't have been a seed. Now he's a seed for Wimbledon, and for Kina, just about a seed. Yeah, just about. You got a few uh, other people in here. Uh, got Karatsev moving up into number forty-eight. I mean, I think he'll. Well, he's not going to have to qualify at least for this one. <laughs> he has to qualify right. for the right. French, which was crazy considering during the qualifying he was like sixty in the world, which is yeah. We've got Varias moved up quite a bit. He's yeah. going to be number sixty now. And let's just go all the way to the bottom, Ben, because I, think I just there. want to see the ones who just about. All right. We're lucky. Let's see some lucky people. So, well, Hugo Delian. <laughs> bloody hell. I know. Hugo Delian's dropped off massively, but he's yep. going to still be in because he entered in time. Well, not entered in time. He was the right ranking at the time. Schwartzman most likely yeah. will have to go through qualifying for Grand Slams next year. <sighs> That's nuts, isn't it? Yeah. Same with Krajinovic, Jordan Thompson, John Isner. These guys don't, yeah. are not getting automatic entry into Grand Slams from next year. This is the last time they're going to get automatic entry. Uh, same with, I'm assuming Monfils is a protected ranking. Sardi yeah. protected ranking. Raonic protected. 
uh, and same with Harris probably as well. Yeah. No Nishikori getting <laughs> he's not no ranking, has he? No, he may a... get a wild card. He, he might well do. You can see how many probably wild not, cards. Though. They do give a lot of wild cards to the British players. Yeah, I mean, and you can see there will be a few of them going through the qualifying, though, I'm sure, still. But yeah, there are Very a few to be dished down. Yeah, Let's have a sure. look at the women's. Right, we go over. We don't have the same exact thing for the women's. We only have this one, the official from Wimbledon. So you can see there. I mean, I could bring up the live ranking so you could see where people are, but we can't see their entry versus their actual. So you can have a look down here and then just sort of make your mind up based. But this is all based upon the 22nd, as you can see there at the top. Is there the alternate list for this? If you go down. Uh, let me just have a look. Yeah. Yeah, there is. So I wonder if Radu Khan is on this one. Someone said she was. Right, what was on that tweet earlier? What, what number was she? Yeah, there she is. Number yeah, five. So it's very interesting. I wonder why she's on there. It's going to make a surprise entrance. Oh, she needs to withdraw, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's not she withdrawn officially then. Obviously not. Very strange. Maybe she's going to surprise us all on play. We've got Golubic there, Katie Bolter. Katie Bolter will definitely get a wild card. She won't have to worry about this. No, no, I think she's playing. She's playing well as well. So, Towson dangerous. Hopefully, she gets in. Yeah, I hope so. Who are the, Who else have we got on here that uh, jumps off the page? Mandlick as well. It'd be interesting to see how she plays on the grass. Bell checks there. Heather Watson. She'll get a wild card. Kenan in here. She's down here. Uh, anybody else? Harriet Dart. She's one you're very uh, familiar with picking. Right. Pravitova, Brenda down there. Gandreva, Ben. Where, where's that? Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mira. Yeah. I've not, I don't know what she's like on the grass yet. We know that she's great on the clay and on the hard. Yeah, she'll probably go through qualifying. I think she'll qualify as well. Yeah, but yeah there we yeah. go. That's some of the rankings for the women's. Unfortunately, we don't have the entry ranking. No. Um, and the current ranking to compare like we did with the men's. But yeah, interesting to say the least. I think. The real important thing for Wimbledon is to avoid Djokovic. And to do so, you just need a bit of luck. You need the luck of the draw or yeah. just to be the second seed. <laughs> Helps. Well, it didn't help Medvedev, did it? All right, and then you're 100% guaranteed to avoid him until the final. That's it. Well, let's get, move on to our surprise package. This will be a player outside the top 10 that we think may go far at Wimbledon this year. Still got the clip on that one. Um, <laughs> yeah. Package-wise, let's start with the men. And if you allow me, I'd love to go first. Yeah, let's just... Uh, I just want to just touch on what we went for last. On Roland Garros, we had our surprise packages. From the men's side, I had Zverev. I had Karatsev and I had Jarry. You had Lajovic, Sarundalo, and Ofner. So quite even, really. But Karatsev and Lajovic, bit dead. And Zverev, Jarry, good. And Sarundalo, Ofner, pretty good. So I think we both did pretty well on yeah. the men's. Yeah, it's good that you highlight that because two out of three really good picks. Ofner, Zverev, and Sarundalo went really far. And who was the other one you had? Jarry. Didn't do yeah. bad either. So yeah, yeah, all pretty good picks. Hopefully, we can have the same success rate 
on this one. The women's? I'm confident I can do. Yeah, let's go for the women's as well. So the women's, I had Ostapenko, Vekic. Terrible, terrible. Mukova. Very good. <laughs> yeah, no. Terrible, terrible, very good. <laughs> and you had Von Drusova, Trevisan, Townsend. I didn't have Trevisan. No, that was Covey. I mean, he screwed me. I would never pick Trevisan. In a we picked Solunderlow for you as well, so... Well, and who's the last one? Towson. Yeah, I think I'll forget the women. That was shocking. Uh, let's speak about Wimbledon. And who's going to be my surprise package on episode one of the countdown? It's going to be one man and one man only. It's going to be Lorenzo Massetti. You thought I was going to say Sonego, but it is Massetti. I have been very encouraged with how he's been playing. I just want to bring up some of his recent matches because at Stuttgart, he wasn't bad at all. He lost to the eventual champion, Francis TFO. But he's putting together some good performances on the grass. He beat Choinsky easily today, Ben. Big old Choinsky, the Brit, on the grass, 6-4, 6-2. I think he can play on grass. I think he's going to do well. Lorenzo Massetti, surprise package. I want to see him go far, and I think he can. Well... Um, let's let's wait and see on that one. I, you don't even need to ask who I'm going to pick on the men's one. It's one of those things I've sort of been waiting for the chance to sing his praises, to sing his name, to see him back potentially in a seeding at Wimbledon. And you got it right, everyone. It's Sir Andy oh. Murray. Come on, back to back <laughs> tournament wins on grass. Coming in to Queen's. If he wins one match at Queen's, he is a seed at Wimbledon. That's amazing. And if he gets into the seeds, you don't want to face him. Come on. The crowd are going to go ridiculous for Murray this year, I feel. So, Andy Murray, my surprise package number one. Come on. It has to be him. I mean, no one's going to want to play him, are they? No, I think it's a good pick. Um, But... Over a slam, I think it's too much. <laughs> Maybe. Two know. weeks. He can do it in a challenge. He's not going to do two weeks at Wimbledon. But the f- I'll tell you one thing for sure. He's going to have always the third man. Like, there's going to be so many people cheering him on from the crowds that it's going to surely lift him in, in difficult moments. Imagine he, well, I was going to say, imagine if he doesn't get a seed in, then he gets like Medvedev first round. <laughs> Medvedev's going to be like, oh, what's going on? We're getting screwed over here. But yeah, let's move on to the women's and let's have a look to see who we're going to pick on this one. This one's probably slightly tougher, but you may have somebody. I'll let you go first again. I know that you went first on the last one. So go on then, you go for this one. This one, it's going to be easy for me. I'm going to be going Karolina Mukova. My number one surprise package. What more can I say? Finalist at Roland Garros. I think she can play on the grass as well. Not seen much of it. I can't recall many great results. But then there's not that many women who do. And she's outside the top 10. She's playing brilliant tennis. She really took that final too eager. Not many people take a set of her in a final. And she's got every single part of the game down to the tee. And if she can stay injury free and fit, I think she does well. She gets a nice draw as well. It's important she has a good draw. But then saying that, she beat Sarkari first round in a tough one at Roland Garros. So I really like it. And that's going to be my number one uh, surprise package. I think it's a really good one. I feel that she's in somebody in amazing form. She stays fit. It's 
well, it's a no-brainer. I, I, it was going to be somebody that I was going to potentially pick, but I knew I'm just going to give it, give you the opportunity. Somebody that is going to be a surprise package for me. I, it might surprise you a little bit, this one. Well, that's good. I'm going for like, oh, it's the surprise packages. This is somebody who's on the comeback trail as well. I'm going for all the comeback trails. I'm going for uh, Alina Svitolina on the comeback trial. I've gone for Murray. I'm okay. going for Svitolina. Svitolina, former semi-finalist at Wimbledon. So I think that now she's putting it all together. I feel that she's now a mother. She's now going to be more drive and more gas in the tank. She looked good in her last few tournaments. Why not? This could be a Wimbledon for the old guard. Not saying she's really old, but just for the people from yesteryear. And this is rolling back the years where Ben predicted Serena Williams to win Wimbledon. <laughs> he had you might still win. No, I change it. I'm Venus Williams wins it. it no. <laughs> I never forget. I think it was two years ago now. Ben had every older player. I'm not going to say old, just older players. Yeah, we can say going very deep, especially Roger. on the women. I think his whole quarterfinals was. Players, Kvitova, thirty plus, <laughs> Kvitova, and it I never happened. I... It was honestly shocking. No, Serena went worst. out first round; they all went out. So this is giving me shades of that, and I'm really happy for it. But there we go. We've locked them in. This is our surprise packages. Let us know your ones in the comments section. And that concludes the first episode of the countdown. Wow, I mean, Have you got the music. Well, yeah, let's pop it on. Let's pop it on because this is episode one of the countdown. We've done it on the grass at Wimbledon. Make sure to join us for next week's episode where we discuss two new contenders. We have two new questions and we go through all the latest news. You don't want to miss it. Make sure, hit the like button, subscribe if you're new and we'll see you all very soon. Goodbye. Podcast Network.